0: Good afternoon, welcome to the Fontanel Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. It is a day of markets, a lot of frustration. We know that there's a lot of moisture happening across the upper Midwest. But a lot of fear factors that are being set in the stock, the crude oil, the feeder cattle. If you didn't see that, you want to talk about some nervousness and uncertainty going on right there. And we're going to talk about the craziness that's gone on in this market for a Monday as Eric Kruger joins us with Smart Yield out of Kearney, Nebraska. And Eric, let's start there. The fear factor. It sounds like it should be some horrible reality game show at this point.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's it's been interesting to be, to be a part of. And, and it's one of those things where the futures market um, does a really, really good job of pricing what the potential uh, difference in the futures might be and what, what's going to happen down the road. And I think right now it's Big risk off. Um, there's a lot of unknowns when it comes to the coronavirus and what's really going to unfold over the next, you know, three, six, 12 months down the road. And then you throw in, um, really some, an oil price war for, for lack of way, that, way to say it between, you know, the Saudis and, and Russia. And I think all of a sudden you mix all that into a blender and, you know, we've got the, the S&P down 230 points and the, the Dow's down, you know, 2000 and crude had one of the biggest breaks, you know, we've seen, uh, in almost the, 30 years on the overnight so it's been it's been really um, rough really risk off environment and it's it's kind of hard to navigate
0: did you ever think looking at the way the markets started the overnight trade yesterday and how the crude oil has played out that we would have seen as big of a drop as we have today
1: yeah, it's, it, it was pretty amazing. And last night, it didn't take long for that to get going. And it, you know, we stepped back and related to our markets and we got to feel pretty decent you, outside, outside of the meat markets. You look at, you look at ags and it's, you know, we had, you know, Kansas City wheat closed positive for the day. Um, kind of the shining star out there. Wheat, um, really carried itself pretty well. Corn broke hard on the overnight. You know, we we're down five, six, seven cents to start the morning. And then we finished up back three or four cents off those lows. So that was kind of positive and, and, so soybeans really had kind of a rough day but um we're probably staring at a pretty big and maybe a nominal increase on tomorrow's crop report and and looking at supplies of stocks so i think there's a lot to consider but overall when you look at the ad markets we're, we're trying to hang in there we've had a huge break on the meat side and the protein side but on the grain side we're we're kind of keeping our head above water
0: so let's talk about the march 10th report i mean that's due out tomorrow do you expect any excitement in those numbers
1: I don't, I think the trade's looking at phenomenal stocks increases, um, kind of across the board and probably going to be overshadowed, of course, by this big big break in crude, um, coronavirus and really what equities are doing. If we see rebound in equities, we're probably going to see a rebound, um, and with, with these markets and when it comes to ag, but right now probably overshadowed, shadowed quite a bit with the headlines
0: um before we started the Fontenelle final bell you brought up a really interesting kind of comparison you know we talked about the crude oil everybody's been watching those barrels drop explain it in relation to corn to kind of put it into that bigger bigger picture
1: yeah, you, you got to kind of step back and look at it and go, you know, as a as percent of the value uh, of a barrel of crude, it's down 25, over 30% on the overnight. When you step back and look at that, if that was a bushel of corn, a 25 or 30% move of the value of that is over a dollar in that market. So it's kind of hard when we, you know, if you're not active in, in the, the energy markets, but when you step back and go, it'd be like taking a dollar off the, the price of our crops, which so it, it is a big thing. And it's, it's big when you're talking about the, the amount of money. That that flows in and out of that crude market on a, on a monthly basis.
0: And so it's at that moment, it's kind of like, oh, I'm really glad that we have limits set, both to the positive and the negative in this trade.
1: Yeah, and the stock market, you know, hit circuit breaker, so stops and trading, and th- that really did its job. We kind of broke way lower, and, you know, crude right now is off at least, you know, $3 off of its lows from the overnight. And, and that's, that's kind of why those are in place. And it's nice to see stops. You look at, you know, feeders close and limit down on the day. I'm glad there's a limit. You know, hopefully we could maybe see some better news maybe through the overnight or something that stabilizes the equities and stabilizes that market a little more than, than having it just continue to crash on, on light volume too.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about that fear factor because I know that as we look at the ethanol market, there's got to be a lot of concerns out there as people are, are pulling back on travel just talked to uh, saw somebody posts on social media as well they're on the west coast and they said it's great to go visit some sites because nobody's there
1: yeah and i think that's where um people just don't realize and that's what we're trying to price in is what's it what's what's it going to mean to the consumer and what's what's the coronavirus what are these drops in equities really going to mean when it comes to people eating beef people going out what's it going to mean are we going to start canceling our sporting events there's there's that fear side of it that the market <laughs> It's the unknown, and we don't know how long that's going to be when it comes to restaurants and hotels and airlines and all the negativity that comes from people not traveling uh, and, and really not being active amongst each other. And, you know, right now, I don't, you, you can't speculate and say that it's going to be worse, it's going to get better. So we don't know when that's going to be, but the market is sure trying to price that in.
0: I was just going to say, we're not speculating, but the market sure is doing so.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the job of these markets, just to try and find what potentially could be either the best case scenario or the worst case scenario, get it priced and then we move on from there. So um you know, hopefully we're in the in the you know, on the latter end of the worst side of that.
0: The softness continues to be seen in these export inspections. Should that be a surprise?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think with everything that's going on, um, it's kind of just a risk off trade. You gotta step back and look at one thing, the dollars broke as well. You know, we were up in the ninety nines here two weeks ago and all of a sudden we're trading below ninety five. And I think that could lend friendly towards our exports, but then you step back and look at currencies throughout the world and outside of very few places. Um, we're seeing all time lows in South American currencies. We're we're seeing some of our competitors on that side. Um, breaking their currencies as well. So it makes it tough, it makes it hard to see some shipments um, but I think they will come.
0: And people want to see they want to see some some positive movement from phase one and everything else that brings with it.
1: They do, and I think you know. Hopefully, it's it's all based on uh, this coronavirus and some of, some of these equity breaks, and hopefully, we'll see those. You know, those. It's. I think it's still too early to say that we're not going to see some of that buying because we will. Um, I think right now it's just kind of up on the, up in the air and how soon that can happen.
0: All right, well, stick around, folks. We do have more coming up as we continue on this Monday with the Fontenelle Final Bell. We are going to dive into the livestock, the good, the bad, and unfortunately, a lot of. Welcome back to the Fontenot Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. As we continue to take a look at what's happening in the markets, we, of course, are being joined by Eric Kruger of Smart Yield. And Eric, i got to say, we talked about all the negativity that we saw in this market today, except for Chicago wheat. I just pulled up the markets again here quick, and it's like, wait a second. There's green on the screen for that contracts
1: there was and it you know it, it, we had a tough week last week and we closing lower uh pretty strong and it's nice to see it come back a little bit uh closing you know make contract closing up almost you know right at a nickel a little short and i i think that's that's a good thing i think the dollar breaking helps make wheat more attractive of course on the export side of it and i think there's some other underlying factors out there that could benefit wheat but i yeah, I think a lot of markets, you know, it's, it's nice to see some green, but a, a little bit of a, a road to hoe, as I, I as we say, you know, you saw the funds trim wheat last year, or last week they were long, they trimmed their, their long sh- down to only about 15,000 contracts, so they cut it pretty good, and I think that's just more of that risk off and more of that uncertainty.
0: Not a lot of South America harvest pressure being talked about?
1: No, there isn't. And that'll continue to trickle in really for the foreseeable future. Um, You know, I I think when you step back, their currency breaking is going to make them very competitive to the world market. Um, But they've, they've also had some weather come through and I think they'll continue to see uh their products hit the market i also think the trade is acknowledging that they're probably going to have a little bit bigger bigger supply than what the usda is is putting right now we'll see if that gets adjusted up here this month but uh right now i think uh of course we're just we're just so focused on the headlines uh, of what's causing the equity move and of course these these grain and meat moves
0: we can't avoid it any longer near negative and i mean limit down and even limit down trade seen on these livestock today let's start out with the cattle market I know that the the April, October had limit down trade look at the feeder cattle it was limit down all the way across the board what are your thoughts, your take on what happened to this cattle market today?
1: Yeah, cattle really has been falling these equities ex- extremely extremely uh, Almost lockstep really since since the news of the coronavirus broke and then you know today We saw feeders go limit down right away live cattle go limit down right away And then we saw a move up off that Smith um, feeders trading only down a couple bucks at one point live cattle down a dollar and change at one point. and before you knew it uh, by the end of the session, I think uh, we had uh, it's Like we see a lot come off limit and then we go right back to it and unfortunately, uh, the feeder stayed there we'll expand limits tomorrow but you know we last week we had cash trade in this 113 area really across the board um april's got a huge discount to that i think the calls for this week are a little lower uh, offers right now are in this 110 area i think those pretty good estimate between 108 and 112 we'll see cash move 182 dress and i think you, or 180 area maybe and i think that's kind of being priced into this market, but when you've got the futures at such a big discount, hopefully we'll find some footing in here uh, very soon.
0: What is this going to do to the cash prices we- this week?
1: Yeah, I think we'll drop it at least you know another three to five dollars. Um, that kind of writing is on the wall right now, unless we would see you know maybe some uh, some sort of news that picks up some demand uh, a little stronger. We had some pretty had a really strong kill last week. Weights are up. All um, mount to that fear that. We've got the supply, but are we going to have the demand? And when we say demand, more on, the, uh, more on the consumer side than anything.
0: And the consumer, we've always known that they've had a big control of that pocketbook, but we're definitely seeing it with this coronavirus talk.
1: We are. And, and when you see schools starting to close, cancellations of big gatherings, sporting events like we talked to earlier, all of a sudden that consumer spending thought when you see the stock market lower and, and you see equities way down, and I think the the thought is that we're not going to spend as much. Um, the other side of that is uh, if, if crude's cheaper, trying to be a little optimistic, maybe that reflects at the pump soon and there's going to be some more travel and stuff. But I think the fear of the coronavirus halting a lot of that, uh, a lot of that consumer confidence as what's helped drive these prices so much lower
0: and we've seen it in the double and triple losses in in the lean hogs as well today
1: yeah yeah really all proteins are really struggling and when you look at hogs i think we've seen solid demand we've seen uh, china come through with some strong demand i think there's a thought that that's going to continue but we have so much supply short-term with everything that's going on, are they going to be able to match up to that? And I think if if we don't see that continue, then if hogs will continue to slide, of course, like, like all other proteins.
0: Well, as we get ready to wrap up, what are some key areas, grain or livestock, that you're wanting folks to think of as we, we start out this week?
1: Yeah, I think we just need to keep an eye on what the equity markets are doing. They've been the driver, really, uh, on the protein side. And when you look over on the grain side, we're getting into that time of year where guys are getting ready to get in the field, um, depending on weather. And and there's a lot of growing season left. There's a lot of uncertainties. Have a plan in place and know what it does for you. Really, if you step back, we were were at this level or lower when it comes to corn and beans last year at this time. So we're not that much different. Um, I think when we have our opportunities, guys just really got to be aggressive with them.
0: Oh, how easy it is to forget.
1: Yes, yes, it's easy easy to forget. What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you, Eric? Yeah, they can call us through 234 6805 or they can go online to MySmartEel.com. Thanks
0: so much. Eric Kruger joining us today. Just a reminder, commodity features and options involve substantial risk of loss and are not suitable for all investors. That is today's Fontenelle Final Bell being brought to you by Fontenelle and all the local dealers. Check it out as a podcast at RuralRadio.com or wherever you subscribe for those free podcasts. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network.